0: What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's What's happening? happening? What's going Going on with dance dance and stuff?
1: Hello, everyone. We forgot to mention this in this endless episode, but we will be beginning our errand into the maze. Deborah Jowett's uh, The Life and Works of Martha Graham. Um we're gonna start with the first three chapters. Uh preface and then the first three chapters. Uh for next week, February sixteenth. Um read along or just listen. Okay. Here
0: we go. Oh you know. Hello. If I sound what? a little strange. Are you sick, you have COVID? I just tested. I don't have COVID, unfortunately. According to your
1: test. According to your test. According
0: to my test. But, um, I do definitely have a sinus infection and that's gorgeous. No. I know. I had such pressure in my face yesterday and then I went to bed on some Sudafed and I woke up with a sore throat, but less snot in my face. And then mm-hmm. I've just mm-hmm. been tending to my throat this morning and now I can speak a little, which is nice. Oh, well, we're all glad that you can talk to Thank us. Thank you. Least. I, I wanted to talk to you. Because oh. um, um, we have topics. Yes.
1: You saw, did you see American Fiction? I did. That's great. And I saw The Zoom. Zone of Interest, finally. It,
0: and I made a list, actually, of things that I neglected to talk about uh, this week when I was great. sad. Because I
1: forgot. Okay, I didn't make a list this week, so I'm glad we have something. Okay, I got it. To go my back. list. Well, what do you want to start with, since you have the list?
0: All right, well, I'll start with the things that I forgot to talk about last week. One of which I just wrote, <laughs> fashion... Which would mention Oh, my God. The Margella show.
1: Okay, so we can also talk about the Marc Jacobs show, right? I haven't seen that.
0: Okay. Do you want me to look at it so now? I guess we can. Do you want me to look we at it? We can look at it now. I'll look at it in um, real time. Here we go.
1: Uh, in the meantime, do you <sighs> want to talk about the Margiela
0: show while you watch a different show? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to watch the Marc Jacobs show. I'm just going to look at images. Well, yeah, sure.
1: I mean... Right? Whatever you want. Okay. Or you can scrub through a video. It's all the same thing. I did think the beginning of the video was... The beginning of the show slash video specifically is, is why I loved it so much.
0: Oh, okay. But, you know... Um, anyways, we can talk about the Margella show because everyone else was, um, I, once I saw images of it on Instagram, I was like, okay, I'm going to look at what this is. Cause I was like, yeah. how do so you, you how pulled they up the video? That? I pulled, I watched the video, unfortunately, for myself, um, and had to endure that horrible singing for a few minutes before Adele started singing, thank God. Um. Oh, interesting. I
1: don't remember... Any of that? I just, just remember. I mean, we we looked at it before anyone else talked about it. Uh huh. And thought this is unbearable. I see. Mm-hmm. The perform the performance. Oh yes, definitely. And then, and then we and then I was watching. I don't know what this thing was called, but it was some intelligent people in the backseat of cars <laughs> driving riding around. Paris talking about shows that I thought this is actually like really smart discussion around fashion. Okay. And oh, I love one of the videos table. was right after a Marjella moment. And, um, you know, she was just like, this is what fashion shows are or can be, you know, this is like why we go to fashion shows to like sure. get an experience like this. Sure, sure. But you know, during that there were like, <clears throat> Her discussion of the clothing made me revisit looking at the clothes, which was hard to do in the with that kind of performing. Um, well,
0: that's when was, you go to, like, Vogue.com and you just look absolute, at the
1: images. Well, I just, like, mute it and you, like, scrub and you look. And you go to the end of the video and you just watch, like, everyone coming out. Right.
0: Right. Um, and, op- yeah, I mean, the clothing is incredible. Well, here's this. I had a journey with it because when I first saw the video of the fashion show, I was like, I hate this. Uh huh. I hate this stupid performance. I hate the like production design of it. Like, I just was mm-hmm. like, this is so fashion is what I thought. I was like, it's this just- is so
1: anything outside of performances, performance. Like, yeah. desire from performance. I was
0: like, this is a group of stupid fashion people who put together a bunch of reference images and then spent a billion dollars to make this show. And which looks, mm-hmm. look, polished, of course. This is fashion money. Now, the makeup design, totally inspired. Absolutely. Insane. These, really, like, glass faces, incredible. The porcelain faces, truly, like, a development and technique, like Pat McGrath, really incredible. J'adore. The clothes, it was hard to tell from the film. So I was like, okay. I, right. This right. Looks Which like, is also, you know, yeah. what makes a bad, at least video. Of yeah, the exactly. Okay. But then I went to the photos of the clothes later. Because I was like, what was I looking at just then? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, some of this is very beautiful. And, like, it had provocative inspired ideas with, like, the pubic hair underpants and, like, the the... I mean, the, look, I, I don't, I don't know that we need to be, it's hard because it, it established like a very clear silhouette, which is like. Uh-huh, the, which is like a bodiless. Right. Like center. inhuman, this way of like squish, squish, squishing the center of the body and then exaggerating all the other points of it. And like, this is a very old approach to fashion shows to be right. like. A sta- and the whole thing was. Of
1: a like twenties, right? Wow, beats that me. Was, that didn't look like nineteen twenties, kind of like, you know, we're we're like, queers under the bridge, under the, you know, we're like in a, like a a speakeasy, like, uh, or like thirties. I don't know, between the wars, maybe you know, like,
0: right.
1: It had this feeling of like. um What was that, that, maybe it was called Berlin, that TV show. Oh. That was like a Nazi. The movie? Pre-Nazi. In, no. Oh, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. It was like a Netflix show. Um, you know, you know, obviously the clothes were contemporary, I guess. What, Um, for this show? definitely this feeling of
0: like, yeah, for this Margella moment. Ah. Um, yeah, look, upon like closer inspection, I was like, wow, some of these clothes are so beautiful and like these the way they the, layering, the way the they painted the, the bodies with these like kind say, of watercolor yeah. effects with the sheer things over. I was like, this is really beautiful. Like but, you know, the whole John Galliano thing, I, I, it's fine. I'm not like I, I'm not going to run around being like, what a moment, but I am like, yeah, like these are people who have a lot of experience with clothing and that is clear. So to see techniques like this and to see like the polish and the styling of these clothes, I'm like, yeah, these are people who really, really know what they're doing and it's really good, but Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know. It's complicated because it's a fantasy at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you mean, like, the body shape and all of that, right. and, like, like, the expense of the whole thing. and Yeah,
0: it's a but fantasy. But that's,
1: that's, like, I mean, that was actually, I think, what, like, the, the topic of what these, these fashion, whatever these people are, fashion right. critics or whatever we're talking about, like, you know, and, like, the role of, like, haute couture
0: yeah.
1: in general, and, like, what 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 are we doing here when like you know
0: half of one percent of people can
1: have these clothes
0: right um, i mean i do the most interesting thing for me that comes from this fashion show is like to have experienced it the first time and be like wow this feels like a kind of exploitation of women and then to actually understand the clothes and be like oh that's that's amazing that like these women are choosing, like, this is a choice to, like, wear a garment that indicates a shape and pubic hair and nudity, but I'm not actually naked. And I was like, that's cool. Mm. That felt cool. Yeah,
1: and I don't think there's, like, really any any real way to win
0: that game. So I, I, I'm a little, like, do what, right. what you want. There's no winning. Do
1: it's, what a, you want. it's a
0: choice to wear clothes at the end of the day. I mean, in a way, but yeah. Well, yeah. The <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. The clothes you wear are a choice.
1: Yes, I think the maybe a problem is that like the body you wear, isn't You know? The so, body you
0: wear. Well, I I mean, look. Uh, this wasn't a John Galliano show from the 90s where everybody was identical. And that's right, that's right, good. Right. There was like some Yeah, and it was it had like a freak to it. Yeah, and there was a manipulation of all kinds of bodies and I thought, okay. Yeah. Um, fashion. Okay. I really loved the Schiaparelli
1: show. I thought wow, the way that he is able to broaden this thing while also keeping like the essence and the technology mm-hmm. thing I thought was so genius.
0: Technology? Tell me more well, about there was
1: like the dress made of like computer chips and so oh, like mm-hmm. pho- phones and, yeah. you know, like to elevate that kind of material into like truly something absolutely gorgeous using like haute couture, like yeah. uh, processes was stunning to me. You mm-hmm. know, and then there was like, he understands the spectacle, the need for a spectacle. So there's like the robot baby made of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know it's all matched with just like incredibly
0: beautiful, inventive, funny. Yeah,
1: uh,
0: I think experimentation. Daniel has a sense of humor and also like there's always a sense of play in these mm-hmm. shows. Which is the brand as well. Yes, I will say, however, and I think this is like the disease of the male designer, mm. is that like when Elsa Scaparelli had this you know, idea and this label in, in the thirties and beyond, like she was making clothes for women and yes, there was like a surrealist element or like a kind of painterly sculptural thing. Oh no. I think I lost Jeremy somehow. Oh, I, beep I lost beep. you. I'll you I'll back. Oh. What happened? I don't know. We just got a beep, beep, beep. Just cut right off. <sighs> yeah. I Anyways,
1: yeah. I was just saying... The fashion. I, the fashion gods were like, end this conversation yeah, now. El-
0: yeah, Elsa Schiaparelli was like, you can't talk about my work. She
1: was making... I mean, yeah, I don't know Like, how these clothes trickle down. Again, this is like the conversation of like fantasy
0: versus reality, right? Right. There probably are Schiaparelli clothes that one can purchase that are just regular. But, you know, I think Elsa Schiaparelli was... Making real clothes for women in a in this kind of like painterly sculptural fashion. Mm. Um, and Daniel is making clothes that nobody can wear unless you're like on a red carpet. and look, maybe that's just the presentation we're yeah. receiving and there are these other clothes, which is probably true. This um, show felt more wearable to me though, I will say I think right. the previous show I really
1: was like, well, these are like a lot of these kind of tubes right kind of solid tube hiding like kind of like a a
0: a cubicle dress (laughs) yeah i'm in here don't bother me like i am a chandelier walking down the runway but like there is a person in here you can see my hair you know like that that's what it was like yeah
1: i i did feel like this show was was more wearable than the other ones recent ones and like the the lot like lion head thing i thought was it, yeah. like, just didn't work.
0: Yeah, it's um, toys. So this, yeah. But I... But, yeah, like,
1: that's I, the spectacle of, like, we need to, like, put something in here that people will talk
0: about. Which is just the way that it is. Yeah. And look, Daniel has gotten people talking about Scaparelli in a way that, like, is a huge... It's a big surprise, and I'm sure it's, like, a huge joy for whatever LVMH or whatever huge conglomerate mm-hmm. owns the Scaparelli <laughs> right. name. Because when they tried to revive it with christian lacroix um it it wasn't like there was talk about it because like he's a famous person, but like it wasn't gonna go anywhere and then mm-hmm. when when they brought in Daniel, like this young talented person from f i t um he, I mean he was from Tom Brown, but you know he'd gone to f i t Is't that sad? he did the same exact program as me at f i t and look at me. Well,
1: yeah, different. different
0: <laughs> I did goals, have a... you so. had very different goals. I didn't have a fashion goal, but I... I did have this moment of, like, distress this week. And I'm going to preface this by saying... I think that Zach Posen and I would get along. Oh, were you thinking about getting a job at Gap? No. I was just thinking... <laughs> I've gone through this like, <laughs> this last month. Like, I saw Zach Posen at an Armory show, for at the Peanuts Show. Oh right, Stadium. and Zach
1: Posen was
0: the, the Tyler Pack costume. Right, and like we smiled at each other, and I thought, you know, Zach and I are exactly the same age. We grew up in the same neighborhood. We've lived very different lives, but I feel like we'd have a we'd have a good time, you know. Hmm. And we sort of like revolve around similar spheres. Then, yeah. um, you know, I heard he was doing the Tyler Pack. Pe- costumes i went and saw that piece twice this past week and i was like this is i'm gonna be i'm gonna be generally kind okay because i i do respect zach posen and like i think it's very interesting and again as i said i think we'd be friends but it was just the kind of like fashion designer doing clothes for a ballet where like they have Uh an idea for the women and then the rest of the people in the piece uh, are just uh-huh. oh interesting victims other in a way. people
1: yeah yeah um and well from what i saw those costumes looked a
0: lot better than those ratmanski costumes I wasn't weirdly, that the other show that was the other piece on the same program odessa um i i don't agree i i oh interesting i think that the okay. odessa costumes are bizarre and they have this kind of like tacky quality but they are referencing a specific thing which is kind of like eastern nightclub culture in like ukraine um and i think they very successfully do that and they very successfully like operate as like dance costume in the way that the the zach posen ones are these sort of like couture technique chiffon tortured monstrosities Mm. but like that Mm -hmm. look that have like a beautiful they're a beautiful idea from like Basically, you know, they're evening gowns that are chopped off at the knee. And then... Okay. You know, one has to actually dance and, like, arch their back, and it it, it makes things weird. But, at any rate, the whole look of Odessa is just, like, more complete than the look mm. of the Tyler Peck dance. Okay, and but this is just, like, one photo, probably. That I... And I will say, tangentially, that Ty- I think Tyler Peck's piece was, like, super confidently made. And on second viewing, I mean, I, I thought I had on first viewing I was like okay really good things but you know some things that aren't so um forward thinking and then on second viewing I just like was a little further away I let myself take it in in a different way and I was like wow that was very impressive great yeah um she seems very confident in general very and Uh, I I I in as a maker she has just like a lot of information in her and like the way that she was able to communicate information to the dancers; these dancers have like never looked better. Everybody looked so incredible. Polished. Yeah, wow. Um, That's amazing. But at any rate, w- Zach Posen. So then I'm having this whole like emotional experience about Zach Posen, and then I see that he gets appointed to be design director of the Gap, uh-huh. and I it. <laughs> I suddenly was like because I've said this, Harry and I have said this to each other over many years, we'd be like, we would be incredible design directors of The Gap. <laughs> and it's true. Like, uh-huh. Harry and I, since like, you know, many years, if we had like, we obviously we're not situated in a way where we could get a job like that, but like, for she and I to like, take over design-wise at The Gap, we could actually like, return it to its roots and also make it look good. Cause the gap has really struggled with that in the last, you know, couple decades is that like, it has yeah. no idea who it is anymore. And it had such a clear right. identity in the nineties and the eighties even. But, um, anyways, that made me sad cause it had been something I'd actually like fantasized about. Yeah. You think I'm crazy? I'm not usually crazy. Well, I like think that.
1: you're crazy. I mean, I don't, it's not like you were thinking you would get that job in some mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But, um,
0: but then, like someone I sort of you're not doing any of the things that one would need to do to get a job like that certainly that's all not I would certainly say. not Zach is very well positioned for a job like that, and he's already been design director at Brooks Brothers, and you know it's no this is not a sh- huge stretch of the imagination, but um anyways, yeah, I did seemed, think seemed, wow, made sense to me too I thought, wow, yeah, I'd be good I guess. at that job. <laughs> Anyways, that was, well, my, rarely, that was my delusional does. thought of the week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what one would need to do to do, do such a thing. And the reality of what that job is is also probably... Oh, I'm sure it's um, terrible. Um, truly. Yeah.
0: The Plus, amount of red
1: tape you're working with. Yes, exactly. It's, it's like all the things one
0: doesn't want to do. And that's why one doesn't do it. Yeah um anyways um i have a couple other yeah. things on my list um one of which is figure skating figure skating because we just had the u.s nationals or something and i don't know anything about skating okay. anymore i i really don't but i do occasionally catch glimpses on youtube of like
1: oh, i did see that that i don't know russian person was banned or whatever but i don't know <laughs> user was banned for four years i think that was figure skating
0: Wasn't that like five
1: years ago, Jeremy? I think they just like convicted her or whatever, you know, the process. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it happened at the last
0: Winter Olympics. Right. Whenever that was. She was like, did really well after the short program. And then they were like, you're doping. And then she flopped and whatever. Anyways, you know, who knows what'll happen. She's like, it's fine. Well, it's not fine. just drugs. Well, what I mean, she's unfortunately like a teenager whose probably whole sense of reality is destroyed. Yeah. Well, she
1: might be better off being banned.
0: Oh, absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully she'll figure. It out. I mean, look, if she's living in Russia, it's well, probably not gonna be great for her. Yeah. But um, there's a young that's the black to her though. There's a young American, well, bo- man, he's like seventeen. Um, and it, he, I think, I think his parents are Ukrainian or Russian. His name is Ilya Malinin, and he can do quadruple axles. Okay. Okay. So, do you understand the implications of that? Not really, but that's fine. Right. So the axle. I remember
1: the triple axle being a big deal. Right.
0: Like the tri- the axles the hardest of all the jumps because it's you you jump into it facing forward. So what it means is that you have to do even more rotation than all the other triples, which Mm. have, like, a backwards entry. Okay. So you literally throw your body into the air forward, and then you spin, 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 you land (laughs) on one leg facing back. And so, you know, it's been a long road for people to to make the triple axel kind of ubiquitous Mm -hmm. in men's skatings, and only, like, a couple women have, like, successfully landed triple axels. Now comes along this boy who's doing quadruple axles in competition. And this is new. This has never happened before. Uh And he landed the first one successfully in competition like a year ago. And now he just does them
1: when when he competes. No big deal.
0: And he wins, right? Because he gets like a thousand extra points. Yep. So he literally opens a program with a quadruple axle, And it doesn't really matter what else he does. I mean... And apparently he's been, like, working on his programs, but, like, this person, when you watch them do a quadruple axle, you think, that is the most incredible, beautiful thing I've ever seen. It looks like a miracle. Right? Uh-huh. And then the rest of the program, you're like, are you Isn't okay? Nothing? Yeah. You're just, like, a sloppy kid, kind of, like, awkward. Wow. awkward... He's a trickster. It's, Yeah. And then he's just sort of like fumbling around. And look, I know that the the judges are like, he's really working hard to like clean up his act and all this stuff. But I'm like, wow, I guess this really is just a sport after all. Like this isn't... It's absolutely a sport. So yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, they will need to adjust, you know, the the points system to ship that if they want to. I know,
0: but but it's really like, it makes me feel really sad for all those other skaters who like, have a lot of experience and put a lot of time and like it's it's hard when someone comes along and can just do a thing well, that's, that no one else But isn't can. that
1: how it works in every you know, where it's like sorry y'all but I just invented like goggles or whatever this
0: right nonsense is yeah oh my god um to see it to see you know, a, i invented an iphone goodbye everyone to see a video of somebody typing in midair on the subway wearing those goggles is really really like it changed. does spell the end Ch- it changed my brain i was like oh i thought this this i have never been so
1: glad to like not live there not like have to see people every day
0: because i don't i'm not interested in that i i'm i'm do i i don't think that that's gonna take off but look famous last words i think it is the future for sure
1: i don't think i think it will look like people wearing glasses eventually right
0: right right it won't just be so insane like full face mask insane yeah um so i mean but i don't know
1: i don't know either but i definitely feel like we don't need to be doing that outside, but
0: no you know, no one wants to the, be where they are. So. Leave your goggles at home, everybody. Um, leave yourself at home. Wait, and okay, I'm sorry I've opened the show with such, like, kind of disappointing feelings. It's <laughs> okay. fine. I think we all feel very disappointed. So I'm going to tell a joke for my third oh, okay, great, thing great. on my list. Is which, this written down? No. Okay, but it is a Ruby McAllister joke because I went to this comedy show at Littlefield a couple weekends ago, and um, so River Ramirez was hosting, and Ruby McAllister did a short set. Mm-hmm. And it did you see cr- that that Paris video, the, like Olympics. I think she's playing
1: Paris. The logo or something. I don't remember. I don't know what you're talking about? What are you talking
0: incredible. about? She's
1: incredible. Just Paris? some YouTube or some oh, okay. Instagram thing.
0: Anyways, Ruby comes out and she's clearly like just trying stuff out. And oh, okay, she's she's like really telling jokes and stories that no one's laughing at, and which is which Incredible. kind of was the joy of it was kind of like yeah, because she was like you hate me, <laughs> she's like I yeah. don't really know what I'm saying right now. I'm just trying things <laughs> out. Um, and then at a certain point she was like, what she was like so like being a redhead she's a redhead she's been like it, it's interesting she's like and and you know depending on where you are in the world you get like very different reactions she was like and as much as you might get teased in the united states like once i, I was in france in the south of france once and they really thought i was like a witch she was like they were calling me a sorceress and like the children were pointing at me and um and she was like <laughs> she was like so like in america like what's the worst thing or like what's the famous insult you can say to a redhead and she held the microphone out to the audience. No one said anything. So then I was like, fire crutch. And she was like, exactly. So. Yes. You knew it. Well, yeah, it's famous. So she she then went on and she was like, um, she was like, and I know what you're thinking. She was like, she's got red hair and her parents named her Ruby. What if she'd had brown hair? They would have named her Poop. <laughs> 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 oh my
1: god okay we have to talk about commercials Are, is that the end of the, that show? Was the, that joke. the joke that was one of the okay, best great. jokes I've heard all year I think it's Anyways. great there's this great commercial with Abby and whoever from the show uh, yes for Miralax incredible this came on during YouTube it was a commercial I watched the whole thing it was like five minutes long or something wow I was like this is the best commercial maybe ever because they're playing those characters they're having lunch and you know it's about abby being constipated and it's just so genius wow like the I'm lana look that what's, up. what's lana's what's that actress alana, She's so
0: incredible abby and alana um alana glazer alana glazer good job
1: um she's incredible and she it's 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 really incredible but also commercials there's this absolutely insane commercial that israel was putting out about gaza i don't know that's like it starts with like come visit gaza it's like a fake like tourist vacation travel ad that's like you know wonderful beautiful gaza with like these kind of What feel like AI generated images of like beaches and stuff, and then it's like that's what it could have been, if if you know without Hamas. Stop. I couldn't believe it. I think this was on Hulu. Oh my god. Or something. I think it was while we were watching the Grammys, which were interesting. Um. It was crazy. These commercials absolutely sick i thought who can't see through this this is insane
0: oh my god we live in a dark dark world we live in a dark it's a dark dark time people (laughs) making dark choices that makes me want to literally go to alaska where the true detective show is and walk out into the lake like the people oh my
1: god this
0: episode I didn't I, Jack
1: and I screamed so loud that Nomi like jumped off the couch.
0: I am still I'm still ten minutes away from the end.
1: Well the end is well, did you have to stop for your emotional because the end is really No, I a had bit to stop
0: I had to stop to do this much. to do this podcast with you today. Oh you're just watching it right now. So what what was just happening? Um well the other detective got like brutally beaten up because she provoked a mm-hmm. fight with those hideous guys. And mm-hmm. then, and then she went to the. Well, no, she went to the place where her sister was being kept, and she was like, "You let her die." And then she beat right. up those guys, and then she went yeah. to her to boyfriend, the and then yeah. Jodie Foster. Uh, I don't know. Is she, I don't know. That's kind of where I am.
1: Yes, they. Yeah. It's Christmas okay. morning. Well, it it's it gets Christmas morning.
0: real scary. Oh, good! I'm excited. Ah! Oh, I mean, that show is like, such a mood. I'm like, if this is what
1: this show is going to be, I don't know if I can watch it. It's so scary.
0: Oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the show to turn into something. Cause right now it's just sort of like, it's a mood. It's like, oh yeah, this is like what it's like to live in a place like this. And it's like, it's so good. It's so good. I re- it really giving me feelings of and Arts Academy where you'd like go to class. Mm-hmm. You'd That's look just out. all the time. You'd look yeah. out the win there was the classrooms had these the only windows in the classrooms were these like double doors out into the outside and hmm. you, you didn't use them to enter the classroom, but like yeah. they they were a way out and they were glass. And you just like look out those doors and just see snow Black. falling in this way that know. didn't feel charming. It just felt like ominous a heavy blanket all the time where you were like, Oh god. <laughs> um and yeah. that's that's how it that's feels right. when you every shot if you look out the windows on this show it's doing that mm-hmm. snow. That just like kind of lazy heavy snow that never stops. You're like, "Oh my god." Yeah.
1: Whew, it's in. intense. It's I think the show is really intense.
0: Yeah. i I mean I'm into it and I'm also like, "Is this what is this? What is this?" Yeah, it's reality. Okay, should we talk it's about our TV. the latest in our Oscar movie journey?
1: I have seen, I think, every Best Picture nominee except The Holdovers.
0: Okay, I haven't seen The Holdovers and I haven't seen The Flower Moon. What's it right, called? Right, right, right. Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. And um, I
1: actually, after seeing Zone of Interest, I thought, this is an interesting I cuz I kind of feel like in a way these are like the best films of their kind. Oh cuz I also I watched Past Lives.
0: Oh my god, thank and you. And I so just grateful. thought like
1: it's weird to compare these movies because they are so such different genres. Yeah. True. I I don't think Past Lives should be in there. I think it's like a very nice movie.
0: I think it was such a but an I also think that movie Oppenheimer t- shouldn't be in there. But. Well, I mean, because I don't think it's a good enough oh, oh, movie. We'd but. have quite a different list, wouldn't we? Yeah, I think um, <coughs> May December
1: would. Bo's be afraid it's in there, and right. May December, May December for me. Like when I think of past lives, I think of May December, because it's similar, kind of like. Um, Quiet. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Um, and like intimate. And yeah. I just, I'm like, well, May, December of this kind of, if that, it's not really the same category. Cause this is a kind of romantic.
0: <sighs> <category>.
1: <sighs> Ble- goodness. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I had to blow my
0: name. Honk, nose. honk. It was a honk for sure.
1: Um, but yeah, I thought past lives was very, very nice. Yeah. And, and
0: I, I- I thought um, Greta Lee... I love the incra- husband I dynamic. I husband. Me too. I thought that that relationship was, like, really nicely written, and I I do feel like Greta Lee should be nominated for Best Actress. I think it's ridiculous that she's not. I mean, look, I guess there was a lot of competition this year, because neither Natalie Portman nor Julianne Moore are nominated as well, and I'm kind of like, whoa, that was crazy.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that is also partly due to the structure of that movie, because... They kind of they kind of cuspy aren't leading roles in a way they almost like split the movie in a way that you're like I'm not right. sure
0: but Greta Lee that this is the very clearly role.
1: the star but of past life for sure for sure yeah um she's
0: so wonderful in it
1: yeah i this that's definitely a movie like I would watch again because it's yeah. like just very beautifully like I loved the the artist residency time and just like the and that the conversation at the bar and her crying at the end oh my god that was so
0: incredible the the choreography of the ending of that movie of like going from the stoop like down the Mm -hmm. street away from the husband which I thought was strange I didn't because I understood I was like oh this is like we the under the husband at that point understands that like these two people are working through it. but thing. why is
1: the car being coming so far from the house?
0: Well, I can't answer that. Maybe that, maybe that's, that's like the, where that's she the strange that might thing be where only. she put the I was pin. like, I just
1: don't know how that. Okay, but they're I, very like casual about it, like in a way where I've been like, oh, it's. I kind of felt like I needed to like, oh, it's coming down there, or so, you know, like just the the logistics of of getting a car didn't feel real. And it was a little bit distracting for me. Oh, I see. Well, I liked know. how it all played out in terms of like story.
0: Yeah, because she um, has to take that. It would have made more sense if the they apartment.
1: like at, if they like hailed a taxi, right? Like, like you know, because you walk to the end of the block to get a car sometimes if you're getting a car that way. But.
0: Yeah.
1: So but that's anyway. a little, and it's like the pacing of it in terms of just the.
0: Technical. Yeah. Anyway. I, I'm just, dis- I mean, I'm going to just disagree with you. I thought it was like a necessary, whatever. I, I mean, there's like a, <laughs> I mean, look, it no, recreated- no, no, no. I think, we. I
1: think in terms of like the story, I liked that. I, I liked that as well. Cause then she walks back and you get the, you get the, like that whole, that the space of like saying goodbye. I, I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. And beautiful. the movement of it. So
0: okay. I just,
1: couldn't rationalize it in terms
0: of the technical aspect of getting a car. I just let so, it wash that's over all. me. I mean, that scene in the bar where you really like, I mean, look through the whole movie, you're dealing with these two different ways of communication. Like the way that she is with her husband, which is this like very particular American kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. the way that she is with this man from South Korea and the way mm-hmm. they use language, how it's so different and so much more this... kind of like direct. Mm. but Um, also
1: the sound of the language also really struck me because it 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 the korean sounds so much happier in this mm -hmm. way that kind of feels like i think can feel sort of cartoony in a way Mm -hmm. like but there's like a there's like a bounce and like a a,
0: like Uh, a a musicalness to it Yeah.
1: yeah that like colors the whole thing and you're yeah. like who is this person like right. it just it's it's like a
0: strange like just different language feeling but also like the way that the language gives them privacy when they're at the bar right. with the husband right. and it's just like mm-hmm. wow this is a really effective tool I really really love that movie
1: well and it opens with like someone else you know another couple wondering or you know a, two people wondering about who these three people are to each other
0: right
1: yeah it's it's very nice very beautifully shot like a lot of like beautiful new york like in the end it's like a movie about new york because there are these like long shots that are just like about new york city
0: yeah
1: and this feeling of like this is just one story from this place
0: well, it really does capture, like, ways that New York can feel in a way that a lot of movies that are shot in New York fail to do, where you're like, well, yeah. New York, this is not what New York is like. But this movie, you're like, this is kind of what New York's like. <laughs> yeah, um, or, you know, one one
1: one Life of New York yeah.
0: City, Yeah, I have to say, like, from the moment they meet again at Madison Square Park and they flash back to the kids... In that like sculptural mm-hmm. area of the South Korean park, I started crying, and then I just cried for the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. It's... There's like such a high level of withholding and like kind of coldness. Yeah, in the dynamic as well, in like you know video chats and like uh, stuttering video kind of things, and it's, um, I like the 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 difficulty. Of it and then yeah the i mean spoiler but like the conversation about past lives and future lives like oh maybe this is a past life and we'll like have a different story or already have a different story somewhere else in the future yeah. i don't know yeah it's all very very nice and then the the like the two men having that moment of like we also have this connect we're also connected
0: yeah in some way they're being forced into this connection.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, um, past lives, yeah, wonderful nice. film. I'd happily watch it again. Um, yeah, I
1: watched it on Paramount Plus
0: for free. Beautiful, beautiful movie. Okay, let's talk about the zone of interest. Or do we want to talk okay. about the one that I saw first? What did I see?
1: Let's talk about American fiction first.
0: Okay. You, you saw us in a theater? Yes, so I went nice and- I thought, I have to do my homework and I went, um, I went to a 915 showing at Angelica because I was, because wow. I'd taken a nap in the evening. So I was like, Well, that's
1: so convenient for you. I mean, you have all those great theaters right around you. I do, but, I do, I do. Um, I don't, is, this kind of film isn't showing in like
0: a film form or, you know,
1: right? No, this is no, like, no. it's conventional, MC conventional bias.
0: film. So I went to Angelica and I, they played so many previews. I truly couldn't believe it. I thought, Look, I don't know if you're trying to make us mad, but this is... I mean, why are you showing... I do love previews. Why? But why would you show half an hour of previews? I'm like, just let us... In- Starting at the time of screening. Yeah. Yeah, that's not... Very annoying. I think
1: BAM... Does BAM still do this where the previews are before the screen time? I don't know. That was always tricky for people, but I loved... I was like, yes...
0: This is how it should be. Start the movie at the time. Right. So then you know what time you're going to leave. Anyways. Um, So movie begins and I'm thinking, oh, this seems more like a play than a movie. Mm. And I was never really able to let go of that feeling through Mm. the whole whole thing. And I was... um, There are things I liked about it, but I also... I didn't find myself being like, this is an impressive film. I was just okay. kind of like, okay, okay. And I, I really did enjoy when Erica, is her last name Alexander was mm-hmm. her? When, she, when yeah. she was on, on screen, I was like, I felt safe and like happy to be with her in a way that I felt unmoored by sterling k brown where i was like mm. i was like i am at a juilliard scenes class when i was with uh, uh-huh. you know, when i was with jeffrey rush and sterling k brown i was like theater jeffrey wright <laughs> oh yeah, yeah jeffrey wright yeah different very different um, people very different people
1: yeah that makes sense to me Especially because you know early on you get the scene this like very like kind of theater movie magic like scene screenwriting scene um which I thought was the the actually the boring part of the movie I was like this is too long like this is actually this scene is boring the way he but was I,
0: having the fantasy in his in his writing.
1: Desk? Yeah, when he's writing this, the book. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, the gangsters Charac- or whatever. Mm-hmm. They never come But I think that's back. also, like, part of... Part of... is potentially part of the point, also, that, like, these stories aren't interesting. You know? So it's right. also because, for me, there's this huge... And I I, I saw a, a crit- critique of, like, someone not liking the, the like family story part of this movie like,
0: that and is, wishing that it was just story. like
1: about like the publishing dynamic. Well, then, there's nothing there well i think that like the pub, the whole this whole aspect of like uh oh you have to write a specific kind of book otherwise you can't get your thing published right is that like you have you know that's like a about the movie as well like we have to write a certain kind of movie to like have it be a movie so the the movie is always a part of like this conversation you know and then it becomes like explicitly because the book is being turned into a movie but but this idea of like what kind of movie do you have to write to get a movie made right and which is, I think, like, the idea is that you have to write two-dimensional characters that, like, tell the story of people in a way that people already know or mm. believe these mm. people are.
0: Mm.
1: So for me, the 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 building, like, a much bigger world for these characters of, like, the sister and then the sister dies and, like, then the, dealing with the mother and, like, these oh, family amazing. dynamics that, like, black people are fully living humans with like all the complexity of everyone else and you know that, that
0: was like why don't we treat these characters as people to have tracy ellis ross leave the movie so soon i was like what i was like i was so it looking is, forward to being with her yeah. through the whole film and then she was just gone right away you know which is also one of
1: those great great things i mean like movies that start with like a a famous person getting killed is always a kind of
0: fun. Like, like the opening of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, that's right. And we're going to talk about that too. Goodness. So yeah, I, I just found it difficult to like start this film with Tracy and be like, wow, thank God there's someone bringing like some sense of joy to this film. And then to Mm -hmm. be, to be Mm -hmm. left.
1: Yes. I do think the Jeffrey Wright character is a hard character to stay with. Oh, I agree. It's kind of the 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 sag of the movie. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't find it too much. Well, because but, then we get Erica and that's Yes, you have these women and I I also didn't find the I found the Sterling K Brown character to be an interesting because it there's like a kind of stereotypical quality to it. But he is also like the one who actually also kind of gets it, gets life. Like he's like.
0: Bringing him into. You didn't like his acting. No. And bringing him into this story in this like very kind of hyperbolic way, I was like, this is a play. I was like, we don't need. I felt like for a movie, it doesn't have to be so broad. Like the brother can have problems, but like. He has to be like a drug addict, recent homosexual, divorcee, plastic surgeon. Like, I was like, (laughs) what? I was like, this is insane. And their sister just suddenly died for no real reason. It was really Uh that stuff. I was like, this is a play. This is a play. This is a play. Yeah, I think, I don't know.
1: again, Again, I have this like, there's like this tension for me in the movie about like stereotype and depth of character that's like fighting like you know and then that kind of question sort of comes up at the end too with like how do you write the final scene like how does this movie end right like do we want to end it with like Oh, they end up together and it's all resolved and whatever, or Uh. you know, or like a a shootout, or you know, yeah, um, like I think those are questions that the movie is with. I I think that you're probably right that like I think the movie could be better, could have been, could have like held together better as a movie in in the way that you're describing. Yeah, um, I, I mean, felt it. I think I felt that feeling the most succinctly in that screenwriting fantasy
0: mm-hmm. moment. I mean, um, I it but, felt very intentional. I don't think this movie accidentally ha- takes on the character it has because like it was misdirected or something. I think it's very intentionally mm-hmm. what it is. It's just like I prefer a movie like Past Lives or Passages that are just sort of sure, like, sure, m- quieter.
1: Yeah. Um, so like this movie made me think of um, Nope, which uh-huh. also had seemed, I don't really know what that movie was about, but you know, there was like this idea of like Hollywood and depictions of black people in like a relationship to black cinema and black people working in Hollywood or whatever, which you get, which I thought that movie just didn't work, you know, like aliens and like what was going on. Um, I did not see Nope and this felt to me like a successful rendering because yeah. that moment at the end where he looks at like the slave character sitting outside the oh. studio. And he's like, I thought, yeah, I see you. yeah,
0: totally. Like this is like, how, how, do how are we in this space? Right. This is how we um, get into the space by like, it's like returning. Slaves. Yeah. Returning to this thing. But you know, we have successfully for two hours sat with these characters who like defy those stereotypes and are saying it over and over again, and you're like,
1: okay, okay, okay. And the conversation that they have. Um, what is her name? The the, the person who's written the other. Issa Rae. Book. Like I thought, that was that really. Was handled so well like right. like the, the complexity turn. of that scenario of like him basically insulting her without having and read what the did book. she say this thing of like something about like criticism and like not being satisfied with what you have or something
0: i can't remember the line i don't but, remember but it was the um, conversation in my memory just was like this is a stupid book it's clearly written without, like, any rigor or research. And, like, my book does a similar thing, but it has, like, there's extensive, like, background and research and context and, like, effort put into it. So, like, right. that's that's sort of, like, the argument they end up in, that they've both sort of done the same thing, but to, like, ignorant people, no, they don't really see the difference. Right, and he is also not seeing, and this
1: doesn't really come up, but, like, he is also not seeing or acknowledging... The fact that he is also, like, a great writer, supposedly. We're led to believe that he's a great writer. You know? So, like, even if he's writing some, you know, like, the content... Like, I bet that writing is probably way better than, like, all the other versions of that kind of material. And that's, like, not nothing.
0: So, yeah. But Issa um, Ray can sort of see through it. She's, like, the one character in the film... Besides Jeffrey Wright, who's like, I see through this. And he, of course... Because she's the one closest to that kind of writing as well. And in his misogynistic fashion, chose to, like, judge her book without reading it. Right. Um, So, yeah. Anyways, I I watched it, and uh, there was... I appreciated it, and I didn't love it, I have to say. Well, like you know,
1: three-quarter, I think I said this last week, I, I was really, like, I think this is, like, a good movie, but I don't know if this is, like, no. Academy Award. That's, like, that's for me, not. there was a turn when, like, the mo- the this, like, turn of, like, what is it to make a movie about black people? And, like, so by the time we got, like, on, we're, like, on the studio lot, and we're, like, we're having that, like, it, I felt, like, The way that it folded in, like, movies and Uh cinema. Like, I was like, this is more than what it seems to be.
0: Well, Hollywood is obsessed with itself. So when films... Well, absolutely. When films do that, they kind of, like, look at their own industry. Hollywood's like, you nailed it. Give it all the awards. You know? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I'm not sure that that's entirely. I mean, you know they love like a you know a, a is born or a like star. a you know a Judy Garland biopic
0: or whatever. La La Land. Um, Ugh. anyways. Um, yeah. but yeah. Anyways. Um. A pleasure to see Erica Alexander back on camera. Absolutely, give her a movie. Absolutely, give her many millions. Give her many TV films. shows. Oh God, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah i feel like um, it'll have
1: that effect i re angels in america oh wait wait, wait. Right. we've wow. we
0: neglected the most important part of american fiction is that jen harris has a substantial part and really delivers the lines in this film excellent her delivery is yeah, so playing tremendous you know, white woman when she ends that phone <laughs> call by being like okay thanks guys when they're being just yeah. like, so disgusting truly uh-huh. probably the funniest line in the film
1: yeah yeah, I definitely laughed out loud on that one. Yeah,
0: that was really good. Yeah,
1: I thought lots, like you know, also, I mean, we didn't even talk about, like, the comedy. Like, for me, I think actually leaving the theater, I was most, like, how this holds comedy and takes on these issues is, like, really not easy. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I felt like there's a lot, there's a lot being held together here.
0: Indeed. All and
1: right. I, yeah. Okay, definitely, next. like, you know, the performance style that is not, I think, either of our favorite. But no, no. Anyway. anyway anyways, um, next topic. What are we talking about? I guess we have, you know, we Mr. and Mrs. Smith and... Zone of um, interest. What did I just bring up? I
0: mean, Angels in America.
1: Angels in America. Um, the zone of interest. So... Oh, wow!
0: wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Now it's this is a movie this is a movie where I'm just immediately like I like it. It's great. It's chilling. It looks incredible. It's like the the whole sound design of it is such like such an art. You know, I mm-hmm. I thought this was a really impressive movie. That was my feeling about it.
1: Yeah. I think it's it's sort of undeniable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not it's clearly from the first second it is not a movie that is here to take care of you. No. This is a confrontation yeah, with indeed. the with the with the viewer. By like starting with like a minute of just black. Yeah. Genius. And you're like
0: uh-oh. <laughs> well, I was like this is so Intr- strange. And then you immediately understand, like, why it happened. Because you're like, oh, like, Jonathan Glazer was like, I'm going to just make sure they understand that this is a movie about listening. You have to listen. This is a movie about right. sound. And, yeah. so to just... and, and, like, settle in. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> why, you know,
1: it's why movies would have, like, two minutes of, like, orchestration and credits at the beginning. To be uh-huh. like, okay... We're going somewhere else now, like we're. Like this is something birth. else. Yeah, like settle in. Yeah, birth has that incredible like <sighs> one minute
0: running through the Central Park. What have you? He really does. Under like the skin to... also has
1: like a long. Yeah, you know, like nice. the making I think of the it's really eye.
0: beautiful the way he does that. Actually, where he like, he gives you time to be like. Yeah. You're at the movies, doll. Okay. We're doing something else. But this, I mean, just, like, black. Where you're literally, like, is it working? <laughs> right. You're, like, is the projector on? Um, no, but genius to be, like, N- I'm never going to show you yeah. the thing, okay? You're but gonna- there's also, like,
1: this... What feels so contemporary about this movie is is its relationship to, like, the screen. Because you get, you get these, like, red... Screen mo- like these, these like these picture, like the cuts to like the infrared or whatever, you know this like yeah. inverted, yeah night vision whatever.
0: The collecting um, of the...
1: it's so it's so sh- shocking as like a just like a picture switch, like suddenly we're like in this other thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not a, like, as a story goes, it's not complicated. You know, like, a thing, it's like, the story could be told in two seconds.
1: And this is a true story. Oh my god. I mean, that's funny. I literally just said that, um, earnestly. But at some point, someone behind me was like, is this based on a true story? Which I thought was, like, the craziest fucking thing. Um but it's it is li- i think that so the book that, that this is based on um does not it, it does not name these people but these are real people who lived in a house that was right um so they shot right next they literally shot in this location right next to and do we know if the house camp. like bears a resemblance to the original home i believe it they wanted to shoot in the house Right. which apparently was, like, a hundred yards away from where they ended up shooting. uh uh-huh. um, I don't... I think someone's living in that house, believe it uh, or not. I but, mean...
0: Um,
1: yeah, And I think maybe somebody was living in this house as well, but they, yeah. like, were able to use it and, like, renovate it.
0: Well, it's a fabulous house. To I mean, the house is its own eerie character in this film, and its grounds, sure. which are, like, wow. The, like, juxtaposition is just, like, so... Remarkable and Sandra Huller's performance as like Mm. this the wife who's just so enamored with her own life that she can't understand really what's happening. That scene by the
1: river where she's like, I think we'll stay here and you can leave. I thought he was gonna kill her. I was truly like, bitch, are you kidding me? A of all,
0: you just want me to go away and you're just going to like go on having a nice time. because you want to like have your swimming pool next to murder, you know?
1: Yeah, and like this is where you... I mean, the mother coming and then disappearing... Obsessed. incredible. To have
0: like a person enter into this film and acknowledge what's going on mm-hmm. in the way that nobody else does was so remarkable. To have her come in and be like, without saying So anything.
1: I wasn't entirely sure, like, in watching the movie, I actually didn't know her motive. Because I think between her coming, like, while she's there, I think they learn that they have to leave? Is that... I'm I not don't sure. I remember.
0: That, I think... I the, think so, though. The mother was so... As she was confronted by what was actually going on, which, like, for her, really took shape in the night, I think she mm-hmm. was just, like, too tripped out to stay. I think she was like, this this is too crazy. I can't even, like, confront my daughter about this. I have to leave. That's what I thought. Right, because I... And I think that's the case. I think
1: that is the story there from these things I've watched on YouTube, whatever. But I, I felt unsure. I, I felt... My initial thought was that Oh, she wants to get out of here before they're forced to leave. Like, I and see. she's like disappointed that, like, you know, because she's like, oh wow, how are you, you know, she's like proud of her daughter for having right for the like, success, all this the successful
0: life, the beautiful children. the
1: green So house. I thought, like, maybe she's like, I have to get like this isn't real, you know, and that is it, you know, it, uh, the urgency of it. But yeah, in hindsight it does feel like she smells like the smell of it. Oh my god. There's something in that like at the way she wakes up and then's like what the hell right to um, wake up to the glow of the furnaces. Ugh. Oh my god. It's really it's really wild because so much of this movie like the feeling of this movie is like is about not seeing the movie.
0: You know what, you know, like, Uh, what you're
1: seeing is, like, not the thing that you're experiencing.
0: Well, I do think, like, it's a really radical and thoughtful way of talking about the Holocaust, of being, like, we've all seen images, we've all seen films that have this very graphic Mm -hmm. depiction of it, which in a way is, like, necessary to be confronted by what happened, but also there's this... There's the other side of the wall, which is equally horrifying, but also we don't then have to sit through the kind of horror porn of, like, being yet again right, confronted right. by this visual <clears throat> right atrocity, but to be confronted by, like, the concept in a different fashion, very effective.
1: I mean, there was, like, I think a New York Times article recently about Holocaust museums having to put... Having to like re—I—I th- I don't know—I think i feel like that it was like some Holocaust museum in like the Midwest or something. I don't. What it doesn't really matter. But essentially, they had to like redesign the museum because, like, essentially Nazis were going there and taking selfies with. Oh the my god. So they had to like find ways of, of like, kind of masking these things with like the brutality of the reality of the scenario. You know, it's, like, so sick.
0: I was um, thinking about um, something sort of related to this, which is that I, I saw Odessa, that Rotmansky piece, twice mm-hmm. this week. And I remember the initially, like, there was some conversations around it about, like... So why, this is a piece... That that he made in Ukraine. Because wasn't he in Ukraine, like, around the beginning of the war? Oh, no. This, this? this is or a piece this? he made in 2018 or 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when it first premiered, there was discussion amongst the critics about, like, why do we need to see depictions of women being assaulted, essentially? Mm. Like, is this necessary? Like, are we... Are we now in, like, a place where we don't have to look at this? Or or should there be a trigger warning or, you know, something? And in in watching it again, I was like, oh, okay. So, like, it's not just, like, one time in the dance that, like, someone gets kind of assaulted or, like, beat up or something. But it happens a number of times in the dance. But I was also like, we watch movies... And television shows where people are just absolutely like destroyed or mm-hmm. you know there's just like such graph the graphic nature of film and television um, I guess in live performance it feels more tr- triggering somehow but I did find myself being like we should be able to handle depictions like pretend kind of like Danced mm-hmm. versions of spousal abuse, or you know, I was like, this isn't real, but it is something that does happen. So, it's, I guess, it's like fair game for a creator to like develop a depiction of it. That's what that's what I was thinking about. I feel like I see all
1: these like drama dances about like couples fighting or whatever having feelings together
0: absolutely this is this feels like something else or well i think it just was a i think the conversation came from it being a contemporary dance and like we've already you know lived through you know giselle having uh-huh. you know getting dying of heartache and also like in the ballet Manon there's like um there's rape and you know there's there's or maybe it's Meyer. No, it's in Manal, um, and I think people were basically like, "Why are we? Why are we still having to watch women get beat up on stage?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Because it happens in real life. Because it still. It's not like it doesn't happen anymore. It's real." Right. Anyways, I mean, it's an interesting conversation, yeah. but um, I thought I think I mean it's a it's a very good dance. <laughs> yeah, I having know, I not know seen I'm, it, I, just, I don't even know what I, I know think, but. Um, um, yeah, yeah I, I mean
1: um, I think it's an interesting question yeah I mean also most people who are going to the ballet just want you know like pink tutus or whatever so yeah that's that's a far that's a a, a distanced a distance to travel between those two yeah desires
0: but anyways I was just I just I brought this up only to say that like, To bring it into a conversation about, to show the thing or to not show the thing, right, right. And how do we? How do we? Well, I mean,
1: I think there's like a really interesting question around, what is this film, without, no, without knowledge. You know, coming into it like blindly. I mean, this. That's why this woman of like, is this based on a true story? Um, Right. Like. you know, there, there are, you know, they talk of the, the gas chamber designers or whatever come, you know, so there isn't, this isn't like a blind, um, zone to enter into. Um, right. like you do know that they're like working on this thing that can, can like efficiently kill people. Um, well, yeah.
0: And if you were to enter into this film, like having no understanding of world history, you it would certainly make you very curious to know what happened and maybe maybe propel you towards some research when you got home and then you you know really then you really know right
1: yeah and you 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 know we also flash forward and see i mean that cut to like what is this hole or whatever this circle thing i mean that's part of like this incredible like kind of like screen picture thing we're like we've getting the, we've been given these like black screens and red screens and um, this abstracted girl putting stuff into the ground, you know whatever. Um,
0: She's leaving food so then,
1: for people. Right, I mean, I don't know that that's like entirely clear, especially I, if you I, don't know about like trenches.
0: I thought it was very clear that she was, like, leaving apples for for the camp people who would be working there the following day. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, that was also my
1: reading of it. I'm just saying, like, if you come into this, like, not really knowing about the Holocaust...
0: Right, very confusing. How do you read that very kind confusing. of picture? You know, it, it's almost like she's planting something. Or she's like Hansel and Gretel and she's like you know marking her path or something very strange well
1: the, well you get the reading of the hansel and gretel fair. i i don't i don't know you know cuz there're two times when we go to see what she's doing and the, i don't know what's being read the first time i don't think i i recognize hansel and gretel until the second story so i don't know if it's the same story being read do you remember or I don't, have a
0: feeling no. i was it a long time ago
1: but you know that the first one, you know, at the end of, like, the first section, he's reading, you know, some kind of book to his daughter.
0: Son, oh, yeah.
1: But, um, which is also this thing of, like, fairy tales. And obviously, like, the the grim fairy tales are grim. Yeah. And so it's also, like, yeah. is this a true story? <laughs> um... And I also loved, I loved the subtitles. I mean, the, the captions for the music part, I thought was so strange. I
0: remember that. What happened?
1: So the, the girl finds, I, I think, so like, she finds this thing next to the shovels, which like, when you see it, you're like, what is that? I mean, that's what I thought. I was like, what is she, what is this? And I, I guess what happened there was that she found this music. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little unclear. But essentially, she goes home and is playing the music on a piano that she found, I think. I think this is the object that she found. And it's this Yiddish song. Um, but the, no one's singing in the movie. You just hear the piano and then there are right. these captions with the, I get the assumingly the lyrics to the song and they kind of fade in this way. I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was so beautifully handled, but oh, also that, so I, strange. I should,
0: really, I should watch this movie again, but I don't know that I would. It's, it's, um, I
1: know I'm like,
0: I, it's I, not easy to watch.
1: It's not easy to watch no. for sure. But I, am, I, mean, I do feel like I'm tempted to go see it again. I'm actually trying to decide if I will see that again tonight or see Origin. Which I think oh, looks really good.
0: I think it looks
1: but really like a lot. I think it could be bad and I think it could yeah. be good. So,
0: Well, I guess you'll find out. I yeah. um, I, in my estimation... Um, who's a person of delusion today. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Zone of Interest for me for the win, but it won't happen. But I, I mean, as far as films go, I'm like, well, that was the best one.
1: Yeah, Zone of Interest is a, is clearly like a singular masterpiece film. Yeah.
0: Like, I, you're, you're I don't know. Actually... I kind of
1: feel like these the foreign film category movies shouldn't be eligible. It's kind of how I feel. Oh, interesting. I just think it's strange. Like, isn't that why there's this other category?
0: Right, right, right. Like... And Zone of Interest is not in the foreign film category? Or It is, it is
1: and I'm sure it will win. Right.
0: Is the, is the Snow one in the foreign film category? It is. Oh, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. well, two very fine films.
1: Very different. But I don't know that the um, Anatomy of a Fall is.
0: Well, because maybe...
1: Because English language, mostly? Is that... Yeah, I guess. Is that what... I, I I also think it's so strange. Like, Jonathan Glaser is British, and this is, like, a German... I guess it's, it's the German submission, I think. Right. To, the, so, it's all... That's yeah, all, like, very strange. Like, Wim, Wim Wenders, you know, has this movie about, like, this bathroom attendant or whatever, or, like, cleaner person, which looks, like, very beautiful. Oh, yeah, the Japanese.
0: Japan. Yeah, I saw the trailer so it's like for a, it's it. The it's the
1: Japanese a... submission, I think.
0: So I saw so many trailers.
1: Documentary? Um, wow. Ben Bender's um, doing it.
0: I know, I'm like, how old is he? Very old. But, so he has to go make movies in Japan, so it's very civilized. Um, yeah, it looks like a very
1: slow, kind of,
0: Wait wait wait, we were we did zone of interest. Did you have anything to say about Angels in America?
1: I just I I, really, enjoyed watching it again, and. It's you know it definitely you know, feels like a play, but, it really kind of embraces that in a way that I think works so well. Yeah. Um. It like it has that is theatrical, but in a way that works. Um, and incredible performances by most, um, Meryl Streep.
0: Wow. Meryl, Patrick Wilson, wow. Emma Thompson.
1: Yeah. Um, that guy.
0: That guy. I don't know what guy you're talking about, but <sighs> that guy, that guy. Um. Yeah, I'm one of
1: those guys.
0: <laughs> I would highly recommend to all of our listeners in the New York area to if you're gonna see a program at New York City ballet this season, get to Libes Leader Waltzes which is paired with Four Mm. Temperaments. But Wow I went last night that's fun. Saw Four Temperaments and Libis Leader and I was sort of zoned out during Four Temperaments, which is a dance I don't care that much about Mm. anymore, beyond like its importance in the context of dance history. But it's super flat. Like, when you... To watch... Oh, interesting. ...the Four Temperaments, you're like, wow, this dance is, like, the proto-black-and-white contemporary balancing ballet, and it's, like, super frontal, and it's like, these are these are weird moves we're doing. And, um... It's... I mean, look. It's a fine work. It's very important. And I don't... I most of the time don't care about it anymore. I see. All this to say, to follow it up with Leader waltzes, you think, wow, this person really oh. went to um. diametric places and Liebeslieder Leader is this kind of dance that feels like it just happens to the performers and to you mm. and mm. it unfolds in the most sort of uncanny organic way and when you get to the end of that ballet and the performers walk onto an empty stage with the with the singers singing and just sit down and listen you think uh-huh. Has anything so wonderful happened? <laughs> I mean, as, as a tear streams down your face, yeah. it's truly the most beautiful thing. Um, anyways, go to Libus Leader. It's not often performed and it is one of the great dances. It's just one of the great dances. Yeah. Go see it. Line dancing. I'm going tonight.
1: It's good. Um, how much of Mr. and Mrs. Smith did you watch? All. Oh. Yeah, we kind of skipped through it to get to the end. That was so bad.
0: It's boring, weirdly, but... There... It's so boring? Yeah, but there are compelling aspects to it, which makes I think
1: me they weird. are incredible together. Exactly. But why and... they are so boring... These scenes, the writing is so boring. I
0: know, but my... And my, my how their dog.
1: relationship are incredible together i was like these people are they married because like they should be
0: have such a great (laughs) rapport they're hot together like they're funny they're spontaneous feeling like i can't say enough good things about maya and donald but then the show itself you're like wait is this just spy show like what am i looking at exactly yeah
1: i felt like this show doesn't satisfy anyone
0: no because it's like it's sort of being marriage story in a way where you're like, I'm bored. and then So bored. The spies... And it doesn't
1: make sense. It's like one scene they like are withholding and the next scene they're fully like, I'm in love with you. It's really
0: you're weird. You're like, why didn't
1: we stretch this out for the whole season? We shouldn't have gotten here. Like, think of the X-Files. Like the whole, the whole like 10 seasons or whatever. It's like, are they going to end up together? That's what we want. We want to, we want to like suffer
0: but they really just get them together after like 20 minutes you're like okay yeah um,
1: they're like oh we have to break this body apart i guess we'll be in love now right And the,
0: the only way that, that they that they then create tension is to have them like in couples therapy and being like will the relationship Ugh. work out and then like, hideous i mean i did appreciate the last episode where they're trying to kill each other and then, like, Parker Posey yeah. shows back up. I watched right?
1: most of that episode, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it ends in a way, in this ambiguous way, where you're like, they're, if they get picked up for a second season, which they probably won't, um, they're set up to be alive, which is convenient. But also, maybe they're not.
1: It's so bad. Well, also, is it never... Is the beginning of the show never returned to? Like, where they... I assume, you know, that it's... That they kill... Those other people at the beginning of the show. Who? You know, the show opens with some other actors who get killed. They're, like, living in, like, a cabin. Oh, I yeah. And they're mm-hmm. a
0: former, like,
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
0: Yeah. And we never but, we <clears throat> never talk about them for the rest of the show.
1: It's, I'm like, well, we're going to return to this at the end, right? right.
0: Nope. Nope. What? We sure okay. don't. Um, but it is, like, fun that Parker and her partner, their job is just to kill other Mr. and Mrs. Smiths, and Uh the dinner party episode was kind of fun, and, um, yeah. Yeah, so, It's disappointing. It is disappointing. It's disappointing. Oops.
1: But- I'm just like, who, what? What? So much time and money and, like, I mean, this incredible house- why is Paul Dano there? Like, who cares? Like, what are we doing?
0: Paul Dano who turns it? out to be a real estate agent. I insane. I'm like, this is not fun, um, but I love. But Maya is so fantastic. I'm obsessed.
1: Incredible! With her. I'm obsessed it's it's with her. what oh. makes this show so sad because you're like. This has like all the right ingredients. It's just bad writing. So maybe they will kill the previous
0: writers and find new ones. Replace Mr. and Mrs. Ryder. She was such like a fresh take on a kind of femme fatale who's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm really shut down, but I also have feelings and I can also like run and kill. Yeah. Um, and fight. And I was like, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. But it's, a, it's too
1: bad. It's a pity. It's a real pity that show. Um, did you watch Capote and the Swans? I've not started it. It's incredible. Really. Tom Hollander for, like, just give him all the rewards. All right. It's unbelievable.
0: I'll start it today because now that Mister. Mrs. Smith is over. Oh, thank yeah. you. for Yeah, I wonder this if the third is
1: episode is out. So, it's so his performance is, it, it does make me want to revisit Capote. Is that what that movie was called?
0: Yeah. With um Philip Seymour
1: Hoffman. Because I think Philip Seymour Hoffman was incredible, I'm sure. Yeah. But this performance feels so effortless. Ah, oh, it's heaven. It's I heaven to wait. watch.
0: Our white know, And comedian. then you have
1: all these women that are just <sighs> delivering. You're like, "Ah, oh, thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for getting thank Diane you. Lane back on screen." Now,
1: they're not all great. But they're mostly oh. great, and we appreciate them.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, get your tickets to Gene Butler's show at the Irish Arts Center. It's an amazing show. Now that I've, I've really seen it in the space in rehearsal, and I'm like, mm. really wow, really wow. Great, great. You're doing costumes. I am. Yeah. Um, and... What else? If you don't have your tickets to I'm Illinois, gets those. Gets those and armory that's it we've already talked for almost an hour and a half okay
1: wow it's, i mean
0: it's too much there were
1: too many things to talk about it's disgusting
0: we love movies we love oh. movies. we love movies all
1: right well well i guess we'll do it again next
0: week <laughs> yeah and i'll try to watch killers of the flower moon i don't
1: know. I i don't care okay. I, you know i'm like i don't need to talk about that movie anymore all right but, um well
0: it'll be fun when we get to the oscars and you and i can in a very informed way be like yeah busy. i
1: think the holdovers is free on like peacock or something that oh, i don't okay. have i really do wanna I don't want to pay for it no um, i want to
0: watch batman returns that's what i want to watch
1: wow that sounds nice yeah
0: and I want to watch Men
1: yeah. Don't Leave. I always want to watch that. Well, it's it's a real delight. Um, I also watched this incredible movie on oh, right, cause there's on Criterion. There's this um, what's Greta Lee Gerwig? No, Turnberg Gerwig. Like interview, like she does, like chooses her adventures in movie going or whatever, uh-huh. which I really enjoyed watching her talk about movies. And there's a movie she chose that I hadn't seen, which was called um, the, the Earrings of Madame De, which is incredible. It's oh, incredible.
0: The Earrings. Movie. I love so, a movie with the title with earrings in it. The
1: Earrings. Okay. It's an absolutely strange title and a strange wow. movie.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. So go, 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 go. All right. We'll see you next week.
0: Okay. Bye. We love Happy you. Happy February. I won't be sick love anymore. You. Okay, bye bye no, no more sick bye. healthy healthy bye